which is so exciting because it really feels like God had it in his mind and his heart to actually start healing and start reminding us about healing. Not just because Andrew called a conference on healing, but it really feels like it is something that the Lord is doing and the Holy Spirit's reminding us of that aspect of Jesus. And, um, and that's what healing's about. It's actually about a person. So I want to speak a little bit into that. So, yeah, I'm so excited for tonight, actually. I really, really believe God is already here. He's already stolen half of my preach, which is amazing, because it means that <laughs> it was his idea what he wanted to share. So I think he's already started demonstrating things, but it does feel like God does want to lay a bit of a foundation into us when it comes to what is healing, what does it mean, and how do we walk in this thing? How do we actually start experiencing and expecting more of, of God to move through us and in us and into the world? So buckle your seats. This is exciting, eh? It's, <laughs> it's not just for us in church. It's actually going to be something that God wants to do in us, in the world even. So it really healing is based on a person, and that person's name is Jesus. Um, and he is really, he's the ultimate expression of of fatherhood, of wisdom, goodness, kindness, grace, and mercy. And, and he is the ultimate healer. I mean, we have doctors, which he does give, obviously, but actually, he is the one that's, he's the initiator and the, the ultimate doctor. And the good news is, amen. <laughs> yeah. In the end, we are all going to be healed. So even if tonight, maybe you put your hand on an elbow, like I've got a sore elbow, I'm not sure if it's healed yet, but even if he doesn't heal my elbow, one day, like Dennis is experiencing now, he's going to heal our bodies. He's going to give, Dennis is going to experience a resurrected body. I'm not quite sure if it's right now, but I know that right at the end, we are going to be given new bodies. And isn't that incredible? He is going to heal us. Like Derek had, he was paralyzed like towards the end, but actually, I'm sure he's not paralyzed now. And he's with his father. And isn't that such a hope, you know? So that is who the Lord says he is. Um, in Exodus 15, verse 26. So I haven't put a stopwatch on, but it is about five o'clock. Should we just pretend it was five? Okay. <laughs> okay. I am the Lord who heals you. That's what Exodus 15, 26 says. So actually, I am the Lord. Jesus, he says, I am who I am. And that is part of who he is. Just as he is good, he's also, he's the Lord. I'm the Lord who heals you. Immediately after the Lord healed the waters of, of Mara, he identified himself to them, the Israelites, as Jehovah Rapha. And you might have heard that's one of the names of God. So he actually identifies himself with healing. And it's, a, it's, a, it's vital to his character, part of who he was in the Old Testament, who he is, he's outside time. So he's, he was right through the Old Testament into the New Testament and we see Jesus, wherever he went on earth, he actually healed people. It's incredible. Um, in Matthew 4, verse 23, I think maybe we can, I don't know if you can stick that one up on the board, yeah. It's just reminding us that he does, he healed. <laughs> Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness among the people. Interesting, huh? So it went together with preaching the good news. And then we saw the kingdom advancing and healing breaking out. So it's incredible how healing goes together with often sharing the good news and the kingdom advancing and actually people sharing the gospel. And it actually is a confirmation of the word. And 
We've already seen God moving, but now His Word comes in power because what comes, and it's confirmed in power through healing and through signs and miracles. So, yeah, it's exciting. And I mean, you know what? At the end of the day, whether we see healing or if we don't see healing, God is a good father. He's a good dad. And um, we know that his kingdom will reign and his purpose will be fulfilled through our lives, whether we get healed or whether we don't get healed. So I just want to encourage you guys tonight. We're going we're gonna to make space just now. We're going to trust God that he touches people, that he heals people. But don't be disappointed. If he doesn't heal you tonight, that's fine. Don't give up. Keep praying. Keep asking God because he's a good father. And even if he allows you to have a limp through your life, that's okay. I mean, MC, some of you guys heard the story of MC. I mean, she's got the quarter of one kidney. And she's been praying, and people have been laying hands on her. I don't think she was healed last week, eh? No. So we would have heard about it. <laughs> but, but the amazing thing is she's, it's drawing her close to God. And, I mean, it doesn't mean that good that Jesus is bad. It just means that he's allowed that to actually bring her closer to him. And she's probably one of the most godly women that I actually know. She's walked so closely with Jesus. And she's still trusting for healing. But it, it doesn't mean that God is bad. He's still good, despite the effects of, of healing, of, of, um, of sickness. Awesome. Okay, so the big thing about healing, something very important that I want to bring across, and Andrew shared this, that we went to a healing equip actually this previous weekend. Um, it was an amazing privilege just to be there. And um, one of the things, I'm going to steal Andrew's um, main point, was that it's relational. So if you forget everything else tonight, healing is about a relationship. And that relationship is with a person, and his name is Jesus. Okay, so it's not, we see all sorts of teachings on the internet. We see people commanding healing. We see people have got all sorts of strange doctrines about this is the way. If you want to get healed, there's 10 steps to do it. And if you do X, Y, Z, God will heal you. Unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. God is a person. And Jesus, if you look at the New Testament, he actually... He actually chose to heal people in all sorts of strange ways. I mean, he rubbed mud into a person's eye. Um, he did all, there wasn't a pattern. There wasn't like a system that was in place that you could say, okay, Jesus, if we, do, if we pray in your name, not that it's bad to pray in Jesus' name, but if we do X, Y, and Z, then healing will come. It doesn't work like that. So it's about a person. It's about being led by the Holy Spirit, and, and it's about a living relationship, being led by the Spirit into what we should pray. Sometimes the Holy Spirit might even lead us to not pray for healing, in fact. I mean, even with, um, even with Dennis, it was quite tricky at the end. We actually went to pray with him. But, I mean, he was at peace with going home to be with Jesus. And actually, we, you know, I, at one point I realized, you know what, maybe I shouldn't be praying for him to be healed. Not that we, he was trusting God to be healed, but actually, I don't know if that was God's will for him at the end. I think he was ready to go home. Yeah. yeah. So Shantz was just saying that, that God actually told her that he would come, home, come to take him. So isn't that, isn't that so reassuring that we can actually know that God, he's going to work it out. He will guide us. He will show us. I mean, there's not, we can't look to a verse in the Bible and say, is Dennis going to be healed this week, you know, if we pray for him. We can't look up. Acts 22 verse 27 and find that. We've got to actually, 
we've got to be in tune with the Holy Spirit and be walking. That's why our relationship with Jesus and being filled with the Spirit is so important when it comes to, to hearing His voice and obeying Him. So that's something we should do every day, in fact. It's actually just about being a Christian. It's actually about hearing His voice and obeying Him and doing what He asks us to do. So, yeah, it's... And, you know, the Father... You know, we can... We can have you ever asked your father for... Um, I know my boys ask me this nearly every day. Um, but in the same way that we come to our natural fathers and we ask them for things, um, they, the thing that they love to ask me is, Dad, can we have an ice cream from Majestic? <laughs> and, and being a loving father, I'd, I'd love to buy them ice creams every day. But, and they come to me almost every day for some kind of treat. But as a good dad, I... <laughs> I know that sugar and treats aren't good to have every day. So, not that I wouldn't take them to get an ice cream every now and again, but actually, sometimes it's not the best for them to go and have an ice cream every second day or once a week or twice a week or three times a week. But we can trust that God, in the same way, when you ask Him, He is going to give us good things that are going to be at the right time and the right quantity, and it's spot on. So we can't force their hand. We can just ask him and just lovingly rest in the fact that he knows what's best. Okay, so... And it's, it's also important, um, yeah, it's very important as well that, that we are actually just a basic one-on-one -on -one thing is that, I mean, there's a lot of healing that goes on outside the church as well. There's people that trust different things. Um, there's new age healing, there's all sorts of other healings that happen that's not in the name of Jesus. And there's some people that might not even know Jesus that are praying in Jesus' name. And actually in Acts 19 verse 13, it's quite interesting. Perhaps, um, uh, there it is up there already. Okay, it's just so fast. But, um, <laughs> but these people actually, they, they thought, you know what, there's a system, there's something that we can hack into, there's something that we can figure out. Some Jews who went around driving out evil spirits tried to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who were demon-possessed. They would say, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, I command you to come out. Seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish priest, were doing this. One day the evil spirit answered them, Jesus I know, and I know about Paul, but who are you? Then the man who had the evil spirit jumped on them and overpowered them all. He gave them such a beating that they ran out of the house naked and bleeding. Okay, so it's, I don't know if you've ever read that, but, <laughs> but it's a warning, I think, to us to just know that actually they didn't have a relationship with God. They were probably Jewish, it seems to be in the scripture, that they actually, they didn't, they weren't filled with the Spirit. They didn't have a relationship. Um, well, the Holy Spirit hadn't, actually, no, the Holy Spirit had come by that point, but they weren't born-again Christians. So it's really important that, and I've had people on the street actually asking me, you know, can I pray that you healed? And I'm like, I don't know if you can just pray in Jesus' name because you actually don't know him. Let's talk about salvation. If you want this power from God, he's, he would love to hand it out, but you need to come into a relationship with God. And that is one of the gifts that he hands out to his children. Okay. All right. So let's talk about... The beginning of salvation. So, or just what happens at salvation. So, healing is one of those things that actually 
it's almost the kind of starter pack of salvation. It's something for everybody to walk in, in a measure, okay, when we're saved. It is actually something that we can all do. It's not just for me or Chantal or Jeff or one of the super, super people here in Musenberg or anybody that's a powerful Christian. It's actually for all of us. Even youngsters can, in fact, God seems to use young people even more because they've got so much faith and they just believe their father can do it. And they're just like, be healed, and God's probably going to heal them, probably more likely than us. So, Jesus, in, let's look at Matthew uh, 10, verse 5 to 8. These, these 12 Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, preach this message. The kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. So, did you guys know that you are actually, it talks about the 12, those are the 12 apostles or the 12 disciples, that we are also sent ones. We are actually apostles. We're not in that sense, but we are disciples of the Lord Jesus. And we have been given those same things to go out into the world. Isn't that amazing? Hey? So it's part of actually being a disciple, actually being somebody who's being shaped into the image of Jesus. So, um, and those are the things, those are the gifts that he gives us. And it's one of the key ways to actually showing people God's love in the world. God sends us out. Healing actually happens, in a sense, more out there in the world than it happens inside the church because it's actually for God to confirm his word with signs and wonders and power. So it's something that God loves to do. He just wants us to step out and go, you know what? Look for people when you're out there at work or on the street or on the beach. If there's somebody who's got a, their arm in a cast or they're limping, ask them, say, hey, can I pray for you? Most people are pretty keen to have pray, prayer because most doctors, they can't really heal things. Or well, not always, but often doctors, they could be seeing a doctor, but they might still be in pain and or, or needing healing. And it's an incredible way when God shows up and actually touches them and they experience his love. I mean, yeah, it can lead not just to healing, but healing in your heart and your soul. And there's different types of healing we're going to touch on as well. Okay, so it's not just physical healing. Okay, awesome. And you know what, guys? I mean, I, you know, it was amazing. I mean, here we've got Ethan um, just testifying that he was healed. But I mean, I haven't seen that many people healed. But one of the reasons why, and I believe I'm stirring myself up, is to see more healings. We've got to be praying for healing. So the more you pray, the more chances that you actually are going to be healed. Hey? Have you noticed that? The more you practice, the luckier you get, like Gary Player said. If you... <laughs> okay. So if you keep hitting that golf stick eventually, and that ball, you know, it's going to get in the hole. And it's the same thing with healing. We've got to keep on just stepping out. Even if God doesn't heal, let's just pray again. Let's pray again and again. Okay, and again. <laughs> and let's keep trusting God. It's fine, even if he doesn't heal us. Okay. We actually prayed, um, I mean, I've prayed for Ryan. We, we prayed, um, in fact, for somebody who's got uh, diabetes and at this previous weekend, and he, he actually broke down and just started sobbing. God didn't heal him of diabetes, but he actually started working in his heart, and he realized he had, 
emotional healing that he had to go through, that he, he was holding on to things and there was, there was stuff, hmm? unbelief as well. And he also didn't believe God that he could actually heal him of, of diabetes. So when we pray for healing, sometimes other things God shows us. There might be sin, there might be things that we need to confess. And it's incredible, as we, like Deirdre brought that word, as we soften ourselves up and allow the hardness around our heart to be cracked, then God can come in and start ministering and setting us free. Awesome. Cool. Okay, so you guys are fine. I'm not going to be much longer. I can see people are getting, some people are getting tired, but I'm going to, I'm going to keep it short. <laughs> okay, so... And then just to, just to kind of wrap it up at the end, it's just I wanted to talk a little bit into um, what does healing look like? What, is it, what does it actually mean to us, like in our lives? And, and how do we, stepping out of this place and this experience with God, what, how do we take healing into the world? How do we move forward into the kingdom and take ground for God? Because ultimately we've got a, we've got a message and we've got, there's a kingdom that is advancing. And how does the kingdom advance? Through? through us, through people, the church, and that is God's answer for this world. Okay, so, so I just want to talk a little bit, just share a quick testimony of myself, actually. Um, yeah, sometimes it can be, um, it can be, healing can be miraculous. It can be something you lay hands on somebody, or sometimes you don't even have to lay hands on people. They can just experience the power of God, and they're healed. I mean, that, wouldn't that be amazing? You're just sleeping at night and suddenly you wake up in the morning and your pain's gone and your broken, your fractured elbow like mine has got no more pain. I mean, wouldn't that be wonderful? But sometimes God also, it's a process. It's something that he needs to work out. Um, and and I, was, I actually, believe it or not, I had schizophrenia when I was a youngster. Um, it was a process where I got ill and mentally started things going wrong. Things started going wrong. And... Um, it actually, I was diagnosed in 1994, and it, it was a process. I had to see doctors, I had to go into medication. Um, I had to be treated, and I had to follow a process. I had to be compliant with the meds, and I had to actually, um, you know, walk through a journey of healing and actually allowing medicine to take its, uh, you know, take, I don't know, to say take root, but actually start helping the neurons in my brain function properly so I could actually be helped healthy and actually function as a normal human being. So that was me, like 1994. I don't remember how old I was. I think it was about 19 years old when I got onto meds. It was only when Gabe was born in 2007 that I actually went off the medication. And that was, it wasn't just like I decided one day, okay, I'm tired of taking meds for my schizophrenia. I'm just going to chuck them out the window. No, God said to me, unless you see the writing on the wall, you stay on, this, on that medication. And I had a Jewish uh, psychiatrist at the time, and he, I said to him, look here, I'm keen to go off the medication. Like, if God, I had faith that God is going to heal me, and I'm going to trust God that he's going to start weaning me off this medication. And he said, look, you've been stable for a number of years. There's no reason why you actually can't come off this medication. And it was a process. It took a number of years. I started cutting down my dosage, and eventually I got to the point where I was like, okay, God, I spoke to my elders. I spoke to my leaders. I spoke to my wife, obviously. My kids were little. They couldn't really process it at that point. I think Gabe was, yeah, he'd just been born, in fact, 2007. 
and now he is a strapping young man of 14. But um, yeah, it was this process where I actually got to the point and I said, okay, God, um, I'm ready to do this with you. And I went off, I think I was on about a quarter of one tiny pill and eventually, eventually that, I got to that night where I was like, okay, no more medication. The first night or two, it was, wasn't so easy to sleep because I was obviously used to putting, it put me to sleep, it helped me fall asleep. But it wasn't long and I actually managed to fall asleep. Um, I, I might have taken like an extra hour to fall asleep, but quickly my body got used to it. And I've been fine. I've been off, those medi off medication since 2007. Eh? That's Gabe's 14 years ago. And I haven't gone back on it. I haven't relapsed. But that's been God. Eh? Awesome. So, yeah, it depends what God wants to do. Eh? Um, he does it in all different ways. But he's amazing. He's such a good dad. You know, that actually, I mean, I don't... I, what he's done in my, I mean, he's still healing me. That's the amazing thing. He hasn't finished. He might have healed my brain, but actually he's healing my heart at the moment. He's doing so much work in me emotionally, even with, he's using my kids to shape my life, my wife. <laughs> so if you think you're a good Christian, just get married and have children. <laughs> okay. God will heal you of all sorts of things you didn't even know you had. <clears throat> okay. So... Yeah, and I mean, that's an amazing thing. Hey, God is, I mean, that's what he did. He, he himself, he bore our sins. You don't have to put it up there, but it's 1 Peter 2 verse 24. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds, you've been healed. Hey, and that's what we sang at the end. It's, it's all about Jesus. I, I mean, that song that I, um, that we, I actually had, I woke up with that song. Here he stands with the power to heal now and the grace to forgive. I mean, that is, that's our king that came to die for us, to forgive us and heal us. Hey? But isn't it the biggest gift is surely salvation, that we are forgiven of our sins, that we can know Jesus. Hey? So let's just make sure that that is the main thing that we are focusing on. Healing is a bonus. <laughs> and he heals from the inside, eh? Yeah, that's so amazing. So, yeah, let's, I'm, I'm really trusting that tonight God is going to do something. He actually wants to stir up this gift of faith, and he wants us to, to believe him for healing even. And I really feel that even here, like there's, there might be even some of us that are battling with unbelief, and they might think, yes, you know what, it doesn't make sense. How can God heal? You know, it doesn't make logical sense that this God that we know, I mean, normally if we're sick, we just call the doctor, Right? Or we just pop a pain, you know, if we've got a headache, we just grab a Marpridol or a Panada. <laughs> I'm looking at Chantel. <laughs> hey? And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. That's no problem. But what I want to encourage you guys, it's small baby steps. Like, let's be those guys and people that are like, the first thing that we look to is Jesus. And you know what? Let's pray a bit. And I mean, let's not be stupid about it. If you've got a migraine and you pray and it's, like you've got to work and you've got to carry on and you don't get healed, then, you know, pop that pill. It's, it's not a problem. But, but um, let's, let's use, we've got access to the, the most incredible healer in the whole world. And let's, let's, let's really hold on to him and say, God, like, won't, can't you heal? Won't you heal, heal me? Hey, can I ask you guys this week? Can we start? <laughs> We're going to start tonight. But let's go for that, hey? Yeah, God is amazing. So, yeah, man, and you know what, God, like, 
He gives gifts. I mean, some people might be more gifted in this. They might have exercised the gift more. He might have handed out some more of that gift to maybe a me or a Chantal or somebody that's walking a bit more in healing. But you know, it doesn't mean that you can't, if you desire it, God can really give you the gift of healing. Do you guys believe that? Okay. So I really believe that, um, I'm going to put a hand over just now to Matt, but I really feel that God wants, we're going to make some space just now to actually, God gives gifts by the laying on of hands and by impartation. And we're going to trust God. I really believe there's faith in this room tonight that God is going to hand out the gifts of healing. And he wants to use us, not just the leaders in this church. He wants to use all of us to actually pray for one another, to pray for the lost on the streets, and to see people get radically saved and healed and delivered, and demons set free, and the kingdom of God breaking out in Musenberg. Aren't you keen for that? Hey? That's why we're meeting here, guys. It's not just to have a, like, a little social club. It's actually because the kingdom is advancing, and we want to be empowered with these gifts so that God can move forward and he can return because he's waiting for every single person on earth to hear the gospel and have a chance at getting saved and, and being healed of sin, which is the big problem, not COVID. Okay. <laughs> okay, awesome, guys. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we can pray.